When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back to spill the team, break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? Take it out here, and please welcome our special guest co-host for the week, Armand Wiggins. What's up, Armand? What's poppin', everybody? Claudia, you look really nice tonight. I love your hair. Oh, thank you. I am a college kid right now, so I'm just trying to do what I do, and I am tired as hell. I don't know how kids in college, I, I, I tip my hat to them. It's exhausting. <laughs> what state are you in? Louisiana. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how's the food? I already gained like six pounds. Like, I'm going to need <laughs> You actually eating? A lot. I think it wore off already. It didn't work for me. Like I'm, already, I'm, I'm over it. I tried to go running today, but then I had to do a sound check with y'all, so I missed my window to run. So I don't know. I'm gonna probably gain 15 pounds out here. And you got to get a daiquiri too. The daiquiris are bomb out there. Yes. How long are you there? A month. Oh, okay. Mm. It's a long time. It's the longest I've ever been away from home. So I hope my cats don't forget who I am. Speaking of drinking, are y'all drinking tonight? Not me. Not me. <clears throat> I'm just drinking vitamin C, 2,000 milligrams. <laughs> I'm still I'm still on my water. I'm still on my water. It's doing me well. It's doing me well. So I'm still on the water diet right now. I'm trying to lose a little weight. Okay, so we all are. <laughs> are you going to drink with us before you leave, though? You got to have one night where you drink with us. Oh, I just don't know because I'm on this 60-day cleanse, and I feel like I'm on this 60-day manifestation manifestation journey. So if I break it, then everything that I'm working towards may not happen because, you know, I've broken the detox. Yeah, don't, I don't better drink till March. Don't do that for us. Like, don't let, <laughs> don't let us be the one that make you break this detox. <laughs> not worth it. Like, don't do it. <laughs> All right, y'all. So with that being said, let's get into something a lot of people to talk about and mm, messy, messy day. Okay. Yes. Yeah, material, right? All right. Uh, comedian Monique has the internet in a frenzy after appearing on Shannon Sharp's podcast, Club Shay Shay. She called her Oprah, Kevin Hart, and Tyler Perry, to name a few. And she spoke about Tiffany Haddish, who criticized her husband. Take a look. And when I saw that, it's like, Tiffany, if you had a husband like mine, you may not have two DUIs. Mm. <laughs> now, fun little Fox Soul fact, I had Monique on my show out loud with Claudia Jordan. Even then, she kind of kept the same energy. Take a look at what she said back then that got me a call from Tyler Perry. Check it out. Monique, in 2017, you got on stage and you told Lee Daniels, Oprah and Tyler Perry... Yes. Do you regret? Yes, I said that. What did you just ask me? Do I regret it? Do you regret that comment? Because you did say it with your chest. You said it with your chest. Yes, I regret it, Claudia. And I'm going to say it to you first. You know why I regret it? Because I forgot to add the nuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are y'all wondering what she said? You can pretty much what she said. She wanted them to suck her... The other word, what's it? Nuts. Nuts. Yuck first. And then. Oh. You... Oh. God, okay. So I was like, oh my, that's why I was gagging. Like, oh my God. She was. So, in the words of King uh, Harris, <laughs> is Monique standing on business, Armand? Absolutely standing on business. Let me tell you something. Monique, I'm so entertained by Monique. And actually, Club Shay Shay has become a shooting range at this point, okay? Because you go up there and just start shooting shots at people. But let me tell you this. I am standing in solidarity with uh, Monique. Tiffany Haddish is absolutely trash. Tiffany Haddish is not funny. And Tiffany Haddish should be minding the business that pays her. And her unfunny comedy skits. 
Tiffany Haddish needs to work on writing jokes instead of writing and speaking insults on other funny comedians, okay? So, yeah, those are my thoughts on that. I still have no need. <laughs> and stay out of the liquor stores, Tiffany Haddish, okay? Ooh, ooh you, you came with the gun loaded today, huh? <laughs> well, you know, I just think Tiffany Haddish is just... She's just a waste of space and a waste of time when it comes to comedy. She's like one of those people like, how did we get her? Why did she get here? Why? Why does she happen? Like Tiffany Haddish, have we ever seen a comedy special from Tiffany Haddish? She was doing some slight touring, but I don't know about a, a comedy special. I don't know about that. Right. So she shouldn't come. She shouldn't even have a comment on successful comedians. Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> successful comedians and we're not comedians, Alex. <laughs> you know, Tiffany Haddish is a friend. I call Tiffany Haddish a friend of mine. So, you know, I'm not going to go that hard on her. But I think anybody that knows Monique, you need to stay out of her business with her husband. In fact, I think everyone needs to stay out of Monique's business with her husband. She said what she said, and that's it. She's very serious. Now, the thing I love about this with Monique and her husband is, they haven't changed anything. They're still together. They've been together for a while. He's not just one of those people that are fly by night where he's going to be in her life a couple of years and then you don't see him anymore. They stand on business, like you said, Claudia, and they do it together. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it. <gasps> you know, I think they both can be in this battle. It's not like it's unbalanced. Like, I feel like Tiffany Haddish is used to smoke and so is Monique. So I feel like, you know, no one's being bullied here. I feel like if Tiffany Haddish wants to say something back, she can and Monique can say something back. I prefer they didn't, but you know, this is, this is a new world now where star stars will definitely clap back. Um, we have some comments here. Uh, let's see. Ooh. says, yo, why people keep messing with Tiffany Haddish? She's like the Hollywood punching bag. Okay. <laughs> and Chandra Washington said that's lame. Cat Williams interview. I'm not interested. So people weren't here for Monique's comments. And Tanya Christopher, a different opinion, said she's telling the truth and I admire her. All right. Well, that's what the soulmate said. Moving on. I'm sure that story's not done. I'm sure we'll have more coming out of Club Shay Shay. All right. Snoop Dogg and Masterpiece food brand has beef with Walmart. According to a new lawsuit, the rappers are suing Post Brands and Walmart for sabotaging Snoop's cereal brand but not even putting it on the shelves. Take a look. Oh, my God. Oh, it's here. It's here, okay, bro. All right, I'm going to put it on the shelf for you. Yeah, but can we at least tell us why? Because it's not giving us the option to Viz pick it out. So I don't... Not so we can help other stores. That's all we want to know. Yeah, see, like... I don't know. Wow, we got the footage. Okay, uh, do you think they have a chance at winning this lawsuit, Al? Absolutely. And, you know, the best part about this is that it's being bought forward by two pretty significant individuals and in not, not only in the uh, entertainment music space. I mean, both individuals in the entertainment music space, but they've been around a long time and people really trust what they say when they say it. Now, listen, Walmart has had tons of issues with racial uh, discrimination. They've had tons of issues with racial profiling as a retailer. And I am glad during Black History Month that Snoop Dogg and Master P are making them accountable. Remember in 2022, the EEOC themselves found Walmart guilty of racial discrimination. They had all those issues with their warehouse workers as it relates to racial discrimination that they settled. And lastly, do you guys remember, I've always side-eyed Walmart when they only locked up black hair products. <laughs> I always, ever since they only locked up black hair products, that I've had an issue with them. Now, those those vendor programs that are supposed to increase diversity that a lot of black uh, businesses participate in, they really use that as an opportunity to grow their business. For Walmart to not put them on the shelf so that they can grow their business is racially motivated and it's not fair. Walmart cough up the money and i'm glad ben crump has got involved because this is something that has to stop it's 2024 and it's not fair period end of story our mom what do you think i think you ate that al i agree i just don't understand why not put the product out like and i feel like it would have done great in the stores like kids people we would have purchased that um cereal so i don't understand why it wouldn't be on the shelf so i agree 100 they should definitely sue and get their money and Master P already has a proven track record. I don't know if you ever had his potato chips that he has out there. They're so good. I, I love them. They're in a lot of uh, mm. 7-Elevens. 
Uh, I had a product one time and it was it was really hard to get it on shelves. And once you do, especially as a black brand, the right. fact a huge company like Walmart would choose to like sabotage you out the gate. That is heartbreaking, devastating, and also very costly. Many, many, many potential millions of dollars. So they're going to be in trouble for this. And the fact, wrap snacks, that was a snack. Those chips are so everything. Like they are really good. So Master P and Soup are proven brands. Why would you shoot yourself in the foot? It's giving racism. It's giving sabotage to black products so we have to incorporate more. And it's giving systematic racism once again. All right, now, when it comes to forgiveness, you might not want to include socialite Amber Rose, who has an interesting perspective. Take a look. I'm very happy with still hating people. <laughs> so wow. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are like, forgiveness is going to heal you. Yeah. You're going to be better, you know? I think if it's eating away at you, where it's, like, um, affecting your life, then maybe you should try a different avenue. But I'm very comfortable with, with hating people from my past. <laughs> Interesting take. All right, y'all, I want to get your thoughts. Does Amber Rose make a valid point or is this avoiding accountability? Armand, let's go to you first on this one. Oh, I really just, I, when I saw this topic, I really didn't want to talk about it because I know some people that are really close with Amber, right? And I'm just like, oh God, I don't want to say the wrong thing because you know, I like them. But let me tell you, I just have to keep be honest. Like Amber Rose, somebody clearly has hurt her. You know what I mean? It's given like this fake, like woke progressiveness. It's like, girl, just admit it. You're hurt. Like it's the atheist. And I, you know, I don't know. People believe whatever they want to believe in, but it's like, you hate God. You want to hate people. Girl, just say somebody hurts you. Whatever. Whatever guy you were with, he hurt you, okay? And you're feeling some type of way about it, and you're holding these grudges, Amber Rose. You're mad at God. You're mad at men. And just, and like, you need therapy. You need counseling. And I'm hoping that Amber Rose can heal because it's not okay to just walk around hating people. That actually is more energy on onto yourself to be walking around holding grudges. So I think that that's crazy. And I think that she's trying to make us like, you know, that's some sort of progressive ideology. Like we can just walk around hating people and that's cool to do. It's like, no, that's dumb. And I forgive energy that goes yeah. in because that's way too much. I, 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 I'm the queen of indifference. Like you don't, I'll, you'll be right next to me. I don't even see you. I, I will say that she did address some of the atheism things. She was on college Hill last season. And I remember her getting a lot of smoke from the rest of the cast about not believing in God. And when pressed, it seemed like she was very hurt. I guess her one of her parents, I think her mom was really religious and she kind of didn't really see, someone in her family really wasn't living the way that they portrayed themselves to be living. So I think she was hurt, like you're, you're saying, Armand, from someone close to her that did was religious and she's been disappointed. You know what I mean? I think she's been disappointed. So she has addressed some of it. Al, what do you think about this? Is there anyone you hate? Are you forgiving? What you think? <laughs> oh, that's, I got a little list now. Um, I got to be honest with you, Claudia and Armand. I, I actually used to be like her. Like, I'm a Gemini. And if you cross me, I, I'm not easy to forgive you. And that used to take up so much space in my mind and my psyche. And it wasn't until I got therapy as a grown up that I really had to start to learn how to release that because it has power over you. It occupies space in your emotional being, in your mental being. So it wasn't until I was coached out of it that I started to practice the opposite of holding grudges. And, and you know how people say, oh, I can forgive, but never forget. Now you, when you forgive, you got to just completely 100% forgive. It's all about your personal um, involvement. I mean, your personal empowerment of letting yourself get over something that normally would have a hold on you. And that's super important. I can't imagine um, being her age right now and still not able to forgive anyone. It's just not healthy for her. And I also strongly believe that if you don't forgive, you really do block your blessings and what else is in store for you. And you can't open yourself up completely to receive all the greatness that you deserve. I'm going to disagree with you on that because I'm someone that um, I'm pretty open-minded and I say I can sit down with anyone. I will once and maybe even twice, but here's my thing. I have been hurt by multiple people doing the same thing to me over and over and over again. So at some point it's about taking control. Like I don't hate you. I just don't rock with you. I actually can work with you. I can hang with you. I can be in the same room. I can be at the party with you. I don't hate you. You're not taking my energy. But at some point I do understand protecting one's peace. If you have had multiple situations where you forgave once came back, they did it again. All right. So, all right. All right. Well, Hey, some of us hate, some of us don't. And, uh, 
That's what makes the world go around, right? Different opinions. All right. Coming up next, the NAACP wants Florida investigated. Oh, I think so. What took you so long? And later, is your sex life so good that you're willing to share? Al, I know we got to get that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, get into this story. For the first time in United States history, the mother of a school shooter has been charged and found guilty. This is a big deal. Jennifer Crumley, the mother of the Michigan school shooter, was found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter, one for each of the four students shot and killed by her son in 2021. All right, y'all, do you think this ca- the cases like this will decrease the number of school shootings? What do you think, Al? I think it'll definitely address it. Now, I want to be very clear. Parental criminal responsibility law is nothing new. It, in fact, exists in 16 states presently. But most states don't use the option to exercise their power to charge the parent. We've talked about this a lot on TJF, and we've said if we're going to stop kids from beating up teachers and breaking their legs from mass shootings, if we're going to stop fighting and, and destroying properties at school, you have got to start making parents responsible for their children's actions. And I think this is a way to do it. It also will force parents to be more cognizant of their child's behavior early on. So if this young man had a mental health issue, you can't tell me that she never knew, right? That she never knew until he killed multiple people. So this way, parents will start to get the help that they need earlier so that they won't be responsible for their children's actions later. All right, Armand, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I'm not really sure because I'm kind of torn. Whereas I understand, like, you know, the parents should be responsible and, you know, for their kids' actions. It's at the same time, like, I was a kid before, so I know how to, like, you know, I could get away with things that my parents wouldn't have known, you know, or I've been around people that I can get influenced to do certain things. So at some point, you know, at 15, you do end up making your own decisions. And, you know, a parent could be in your life and, you know, teach you all the things that they possibly can. But if your mind is made to make to do something, you're going to find every which way around it to go and do it. So I don't know. It's a catch 22 because I, I don't on one hand, I think, you know, charge the parent. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, uh, don't take me down for that. Him, he did that. Like I, I did what I could do as a parent. You know, lock him up, not me. That's but aren't I you responsible? Aren't you responsible for your child, Armand, until they are of age, especially if they're living underneath your roof? In this particular case, the parent has to take responsibility for him sneaking out every night. I'm just making this up, or him having a gun in the house. Let me jump in here, please. No, 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 no. Let me, can I I jump in, please? Hello. Hi. Um, (laughs) Yeah. In this particular case, the mother is responsible because she's the one that gave him a gun. Her and the husband. They gave him a gun. So yes, in this case. But but imagine being the mother of a child that you have tried everything with and they're just hard-headed. Or your kid don't like your ass. He's like, you know what? If I do this, mom's getting the smoke. I think this is a slippery slope, but I do feel like their solution is somewhere in the middle. Of course, in this case, and these mothers that are buying these unstable 15-year-old white boys' guns that end up doing these school shootings the majority of the time, there was all these kind of signs. And you should have a responsibility to be, if you give a mentally unstable kid a gun and then he does a crime, I'm not mad at her getting sentenced for this. I'm really not. And also, harsher punishments for these kids. Al, we got some comments you want to read? Oh, you got more. You want me to read? <laughs> I, I know I'm trying. I'm taking a chance here. <laughs> okay, let's see what's Equal. going on here. Uh, Bricky G said, "My nephew just went to jail, and we had no idea he was a bully. Not my sister's fault." Oh, you know, I was going to bring that up. Mm. You know, this is a good case when when kids are going bullying because 
suicide from bullying is really high in middle schools. You know what I mean? So uh, making or at least having parents have be sanctioned could be a good thing. All right. And lastly, law of attraction said, hold the raggedy parents responsible at least until the kids are 21 years old. I don't know. That's a lot right there. And last mm -hmm. one, life of C said the mother knew he had a mental health issue and brought him the weapon. See, in that case, yes. I have to disagree with you, Armand. In that case, I think the parent has to figure out a way to take some form of accountability. Wow. Yeah, let me give my emotionally unstable kid a gun. Whatever could go wrong. <laughs> well, I agree. I agree there. You know, she bought him the uh, he's a little mentally ill and she bought him a gun. I mean, yeah. Yeah, she 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 I mean, at that point she's asking him to shoot herself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have one bad trip and boom, the whole family's right. gone. Well, honestly, that would have been a better option than him shooting <laughs> four other people, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. The state of Florida is no stranger, no stranger to receiving backlash. Reportedly, 21 people have died in the Broward County jail system. It's been reported that most of these cases stem from lack of supervision. And now the NAACP would like for them to be investigated for negligence. What do you think should happen in order for these officials to take these senseless deaths? Seriously, Armand, what do you think about this? Like people dying in police custody, like you are in someone's custody that's supposed to make sure you don't die unless you have the death penalty and that's in prison, not in jail. So what do you think? Uh, it's another slippery slope because on one end is stay out of jail um, because people don't care. You know what I mean? But then, but then on the other hand, it's like, you know, you don't just let people, you give people their medicine. You don't, you, you protect the inmates in the jail. You don't want them killing each other in there. So I do think it should be investigated, especially if it's seeming like it's nothing but black people dying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if it, if it becomes to like black people, then it's like, okay, what really is the issue here? Are you putting a bunch of black people in, in the cells and not giving them um, their medicine and having them kill each other off? So yeah, I definitely think it should be investigated because it feels more of a racial um, charged issue. And that's usually the case. And I'm, I'm imagining that's why the NAACP is getting investigated because it is affecting us more. Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, you know, I just think it's not fair that a higher percentage of African-American criminals, black and brown criminals, um, are, are showing up dead, showing up with missing body parts that they're selling on the black market. Uh, being buried in the backyard of the jailhouse. Like this is old school Jim Crow stuff from the South type of behavior. And that has got to end, especially, you know, during Black History Month, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm, no, I'm not being allowed, but during Black History Month, I like the fact that here at Fox Soul and on TJF, we're covering this and we're giving it national attention and people actually can listen and act on it. Now, listen, they may be criminals, but they don't deserve to be, you know, killed. Now that we don't do unless they, they get the death penalty and the fact that it's affecting our community more in our big cities like Miami, like Detroit, like Baltimore, like New York, like LA, it has to stop. It has to stop. This is not how you decrease the African-American criminal population in the jail system. Well, once again, it just shows how in America, our, our penal system is just a continuation of the practices that we use against black people during slavery. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like we found a legal way to throw y'all in jail and make y'all work for free. We found a way to kill y'all legally and get away with it. And it just seems like it's so of what they're doing. Like, duh, we don't hardly ever hear this about white. I don't hear this that much about white people. Right. You know, but we uh, do have to applaud on our platform during Black History Month that the NAACP is having a voice in this space. So congratulations for the NAACP. And I think that's Mark over there for stepping in this space and giving all of us who are usually voiceless a voice in this. We have a few comments. Kiki Webb said those correctional officers don't care. And Brian Combs said the ones in charge should be charged with murder. It's it's Ooh. simple. And Shaw Copeland, this is something that gets said a lot, which I got to throw my state in there as well. Throw the whole state of Florida in the trash at this point. And uh, Jillian Faber said, as a former correctional sergeant of seven years, the prisons are short and running themselves. And then inmates are killing each other because there are no, not enough officers to monitor them. Mm. Who would want to work there? Like, that'd be a tough thing to sell. Hey, guys, want to work with murders and rapists for this amount of money? That's not enough. All right, coming up next, a reality star is calling out married to medicine's Dr. Jackie and later find out why Travis Kelsey's haircut is known for the fade during Black History Month. Once again, we got to address this. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to TGIF. Hit that flame button, that like button in the chat. Put some emojis. Amon, what emoji would you like up for you, for people that are enjoying <laughs> you this week? Um, bells and bombs. Oh, that's why. They haven't thrown that. Bells and bombs. Oh, bells and bombs. <laughs> okay. All right. Bells and bombs for Armand. If you're enjoying this, go ahead and hit that chat and hit that like button. All right, y'all. Jacquees, singer Jacquees, has the ladies beefing over him. Mm. His ex-rapper, Dreezy, and his current girlfriend, Deandra Sanders, who you may know as the daughter of NFL legend Deion Sanders, are throwing shots at one another. Deandra tweeted, Obsessed is when you're sending underwear with your face on it to his crib. And Dreezy fired back with, y'all having a baby on the way, but the N-word's begging to get me pregnant. Mm. Not ghetto twins. All right, Dreezy also <laughs> posted text from Jacquees that said, although he's having a baby with Deandra, a kid doesn't define a family. Ooh. This is juicy. Ooh. Now Jacquees, uh, is Jacquees the problem, or does this seem like an Atlanta reality show brewing up? Armand, you have a big smile on your face, so <laughs> I feel like you have something messy to say about this. Please, have at it. No, I'm just gagging because a baby doesn't define a family. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I get it. I feel like that's a that's a player move. Jacquees is clearly the problem. He wants his cake, and he's trying to eat it, too. Isn't this the same guy that just got beat up by Trey Songs like two days ago? Had them brace pulled out them locks. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, he's he's in the mess, but yeah, he's the problem for sure. Okay, Al. Okay, I'm about to be messy, and I'm not short shaming anybody, but Jacquees is five five. <laughs> like, what is he slinging? He must have two women fighting over a five five guy. I, I I'm I'm just not understanding what what this is all about. You know, and those are two beautiful women. Those two ladies are beautiful. They're successful. They got money. I think I probably missed the whole Jacquees crave. First of all, the K is silent. <laughs> I love okay. how you just killed his name because I think it's funny because who cares? Like <laughs> you said, who cares? I ain't mad at you, Al. Um, Jacquees, Jacquees, Ja whatever, Ja 5 What is it? Uh, it's not my demographic. I, uh, <laughs> what is um, his name? Seriously. Jacquees. Right? Jacquees. Am I saying it right? So the C Jacquees. is silent. Yeah. Okay. You know what? He's 5'5". Five, five. I do hear short girls. I mean, short guys. Sorry. Short guys sometimes be packing. But I hear mostly skinny men are the ones mm. that are. I, I can definitely attest to that. Um, that's definitely been the facts for me. But, um, but he's an R&B singer, though. So, you know, R&B singers come with a certain je ne sais quoi. So maybe uh, perhaps, you know, he'll serenade you in the bedroom. But, like, he does sound good. He makes good music, though. So I can't hate on him there, you know? So maybe yeah. that's what it is. He can thin, sing him a nice song. Thin R&B singers, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Online Twitter is a uh, user. He heated drastically. is causing quite the stir on the internet after it was announced that Ice Spice... Okay. Prompter. Okay. Ice fart song has become her highest charting solo single. The user tweeted, no shade, but why do people shift towards less talented people? That is shade. You know when people say no shade and then they say shady stuff? Armand. Um, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no shade. You're ugly. No shade, you're both. No shade, I, I, you're, you have no talent. Okay, has the industry put more focus on people who are deemed less talented, but more popular? Is it really a popularity contest now? Al, what do you think? Because we from the old school, we're a couple of years older than Armand. What do you think? Right, right. so you know, I, that's why I'm going to pass on this, because clearly uh, she's, she's not my demographic. Like how she raps, what she talks about. She's 21 years old. It's not anything that I can connect with, but people like her. I mean, a lot of people like her to the tune that, you know, she's got her highest uh, charting single. 
But it, but when I listen to the song, I'm not getting anything out of it. But I really feel like I probably am 110% not her demographic. So I'm going to pass this one to Armand. I, listen, I think Ice Spice is okay. And, um, you know, she might be mediocre at its finest, but we like that right now. In the Ice Spice, sexy, red kind of world, who needs a bunch of double entendres and a bunch of, you know, lyrical rap stuff when you just want to say you think you're the sh but you're not even a fart. That's funny. You know what I mean? Like that's funny. Like if I'm dissing somebody, like that's the oh, you're not even the you just you're not even a fart. You know, I I get it. You know, I you you know, I like Ice Spice. I like Ice Spice. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. You have to you know, to defend the song called Fart. Listen, listen, because she was taking a shot at Lotto, and I just think that it's fun when you're in the club and you're talking your mess, you're talking your crap. It's simple. It's catchy. You can you can memorize the words. The beat is good. Um, yeah, and it's fun. You can have fun to it. I think that people want to get back to a point where they're not overthinking lyrics because if you really want to think about it, her the lyrics are there. You just have to give it a chance. Now, her performances are worse than her actual, you know, rap ability. But that's a different uh, conversation for another day. But I think I like I like the song and shout out to Ty Spice for doing her thing. Armand, I wish you could have come up in the, I know I'm about to sound like my daddy or my uncle. I wish you could have came up in the golden era of hip hop, which was the eighties and the nineties and the early two thousands when it was like more of a meeting. Like you are sitting here with this big old platform with our multi, with our, I don't even know how many viewers we have. We have a lot out there in, in the world <laughs> saying that you like this song farts and the lyrical bar. Ah, you're not even a fart. Ah. <laughs> oh no! Ah. <laughs> and you're not drinking. Ah. Okay, let's go, eyes. <laughs> love that. <laughs> I love that. Love that. Cause you ain't even a fart. <laughs> I guess. I mean. Okay. Sure. You know what? Hey, you hate on the girl. Let the girl live. Let her be. I'm not hating. Maybe I am because in our day, you had to be good and the quality, like had to be there. Like, no, you had that's to be. The, that's the problem. This is the thing. Good then and good now are different things. She oh, we know. Good because she was able to, it's a strategy. We're in a social media internet era. Like people need to give these artists credit. If you're able to break through these algorithms and gain following and have people listen to your music and, and you know, garner influence, that is a talent. And I don't feel like younger people get enough credit in that because they're like, well, you need to be from the 90s, the, the 80s, the this and the third, but they didn't have these same opportunities or they didn't have these things that they had, you know, have now. So everybody can't do what she did. Everybody can't, you know, break through social media. People try to go viral every day to get people to listen to their music and, you know, go to their shows. So she did something right. We can't hate on the girl for that. And I'm she's selling. I'm definitely not hating. She's definitely doing her thing. She's making it do what it do. But you're, you're... Uh, 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 Yannick Jacob says it's for the Z generation. X generation needs to stop complaining about the same thing our parents used to complain about. Okay. I, hey, I gave y'all my old lady disclaimer and I said what I said. Okay. Mm. Uh I dialed it for you, said, I love Ice Spice. Her music is basic, but fun to rap to. Yeah, it's fun, mindless music. And Nicole said, yes, popularity nowadays is all it is. Okay. Yeah, all right. I just fear for what's going to come next, because one day, Armand, you're going to be in this chair saying to someone, back in my day, we had... You <laughs> Imagine how low the bar would be then. Like, it's, it's going to be... Nobody you wants to go to the club reciting Rhapsody poetry. You know what I mean? Oh, we like, know. Y'all can't handle that. Your brain they can't remember that's, it. That's not fun. <laughs> they can't remember it. The attention span, the attention span is as short as a millisecond. They can't who remember. Who wants to it. take a shot to that? Yeah, yeah. Al, Al, Al. Yeah, yeah. The okay. snooze fest. Mm. Might as well read a book on the way to the club, right? That's no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, how old are you? I'm 35. We gotta go. Okay, All right, okay. coming up next, find out what NFL player Travis Kelsey is getting, I'm sorry, find out what NFL player Travis Kelsey is getting credit for. And later we're playing a true or false, we're playing true or false, the Black History Edition. You don't want to miss that and see who does the best. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to the soulmates watching us in the chat, keeping it popping. I know y'all in there debating and, and, and getting your life tonight. All right, moving on. Married <laughs> to Medicine star Dr. Jackie Walters is being called out by former reality star Mariah Huck. Mariah is accusing her of being a mean girl behind the scenes. Take a look. She's just always been so horrible to me. I love Jackie. I've always loved her, looked up to her, and I thought, it was my fault, and, and, she, and we talked about this one time at a reunion. She said, it's not my fault that you looked up to me. You did that, and she was right. She just never cared for me. The first time she came in my house, she didn't even speak to me. All right, y'all, are these allegations believable? Quick note, Dr. Jackie recently was accused of mistreating some of her black female patients, and she has since then offered an apology. Al, what do you think about this, and have you been keeping up? Yeah, I have. You know, I even saw her apology. She was really disturbed by those attacks from her black patients. I saw the live that she did and I saw the statement that she produced. This is the deal. I, I don't know. I don't follow Married to Medicine like that that closely. But is it that she is a mean girl or is it that she's buttoned up? that she has composure, that she's classy, that she's professional, that she knows the correct the way that things should happen. I feel like we've all been in these situations where people want to call us mean or difficult to work with. And it's because we have a standard that we expect people to, to, to adhere to. And those who don't can't hold to that standard, they end up calling you names. They end up questioning you. They question your validity. They question your professionalism. So is it that or is she really a mean girl? So maybe, Armand, do you watch the show, Claudia? Maybe you may have some insight. But I would say from my personal experience, it's more because she's professional. She's classy. She's very aware. She's composed. And that may, that intimidates a lot of people. Armand, and I think, Claudia, uh, you could take this one because I don't even watch the show. So I've know. never watched it. I've never seen one episode of Marriage and Medicine. You know what's so funny? I meet people from reality shows all the time because they may have seen Atlanta Housewives. They just assume that, like, sometimes they'd be like, you know, like, you don't see, you've been keeping up. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about because I only watch the news. But I will speak on mean girlism. It's okay. so easy to get that nowadays, especially on a reality show, guys. You can go on and with the best intentions and not even do anything mean, but you all know they can put what you did Tuesday, make it look like that happened on Sunday, and then show never show what prompted you to have that reaction. It's just so hard to tell with reality these days because you don't really know what's real and what's fake. And people are even shocked themselves when they see it like, damn, that didn't even happen like that. So. I don't know. So let's go to chat. They watch it. Uh, Ansel D'Angelo said, I love Dr. Jackie, but Mariah is speaking the truth. Jackie can mm. be very condescending and uses her doctor status to belittle others. Okay. And Pretty Lauren said, Dr. Jackie is nasty work. Janice West Weston said, yes, it is believable. Dr. Jackie is a B. Damn. Mm. So no one, no one had anything positive to say about her in the chat? I'm trying to find one, Al. Let me see. Then you know our producers lean. Uh, Kenya Sullivan said she's a mean girl uh, now. Uh, damn, it's all negative. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, hot commodity <laughs> is maybe a good one. Jackie is a mean girl, but the older she, uh, she is older, so she's always treated the younger ones like they're not there. Hmm, okay. I don't know. Sorry, Dr. Jackie. We don't watch a show, so we're not calling you um, mean girls. It's I just heard she was never there for the patients. That's the only thing I've always heard, but I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have enough suit on your week on, Armand. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> NFL, NFL player Travis Kelsey was recently credited with the haircut known as the fade by the New York Times. In the black community, a fade is a cut that shaves. Wait, hold on, go back. Dear white people, in the black community, <laughs> a fade is a cut that shaves the sides of your head while the top is more layered and thick. This has been the black community for decades. But Travis popped out with it, so they gave it to him. Now he did in his defense, he spoke out and said during Black History Month that he doesn't want any smoke with us and that black people created the trendy cut. Why can't black people ever receive credit for our contributions? And what other things do we fail to get credit for that they just go ahead and give to them? And shout out to Travis. I will say this. You've always, you not you haven't always got it right. But on this, I love that you immediately put an end 
to the BS. You you call cap on that. Al, what do you think about this? Hey, that's because all those black females that he used to date got in his you know what and said, now, nah, bro, you know you're not going to sit up here and try to take credit for a fade. That's what I thought originally. But you know what, Claudia? If we really think about it, it's not Travis. It's mainstream media. Mainstream media does stuff like this. And I can give you another example. I think you asked another example. You remember when, when Kim Kardashian had those um, what do you call those those, corn, those braids. corn rolls? We call them corn rolls. But of course, in the media, they said she looked beautiful, and they called them box braids, Bo Derek braids. Bo, Bo yeah, it's what something and like they that. They gave it to Bo Derek too. That wasn't even right. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? The first thing that comes to my mind when I see stuff like this is this is why you have to have representation in mainstream media. I can't imagine that there was any black person sitting in that room when they created this narrative around Travis and said, okay, let's go with this. Because they would have said, are you guys losing your mind? Black, the like fades have been around since the beginning of time when barbers learned how to cut hair. Yeah, they like cut that. it out right now. Armand? I agree 1000%. And just to add to that, it's unfortunate that, you know, you can have women like, you know, Kim Kardashian or white people wearing fades or they're wearing pink and purple wigs and cornrows and it's deemed as uh, uh, fashion, but if black people do it, it's deemed as ghetto or urban, you know, and I just feel as though that is work of mainstream media, always wanting to take our culture, put it on white people and like, like make it some sort of like privilege and then take it from us and make it like a downgrade or somehow make it ghetto or something right. bad. Less so, yeah, I just don't like that. Even and I know we gotta go on, move on. Even with Taylor Swift doing swag surfing, yeah, like they just we've been doing that for how many years? And they really acted like she like she was the original. Damn it! Like it, it became hugely popular because Taylor Swift did it. Yeah, All right. Uh, knock it off. Uh, Henry Gibbons said Bo Derek got credit for braids, and we know damn well black women had braids decades before. I mean, facts. All right, moving on. On the contrary, podcast is going viral after the guest confessed to having sex so good with the person that they recommended their friends that they also sleep with the same individual. Oh, take a look. If it was just a smash, I might pass them to you. Mm. Sometimes you get I'm like, hey, girl, you need to. Yeah, I call plenty I lose. I, I, I should tip women when they tell their friends. <laughs> okay, um, shout out to Mr. Organic. I followed him recently and he is really entertaining and he brags about how blessed he is and um i could see why people would try to pass that 10 11 inches allegedly around all right now has this ever happened to any of you and would you be down to try someone your friend had if it was just a smash of course not a relationship but if they were like yo i mean i'm not attached to them anymore fire <laughs> and you gotta see this too because it was banging armand you look like you were contemplating i am i am because i'm trying I to figure out because my, my mind is like at that point, if, if I'm going to sleep behind you, it almost needs to just be like, let's just have a threesome. Let's just all, like, let's just do it together. <laughs> and like, let's just get, like, if, you, if, if we talking like that and it's giving, you know, it's popping, you know, you need to try it. It's like, okay, well, nine times out of 10, you attracted to me and I'm attracted to you too. So we, we attracted to this person. So let's all just see what's popping. I know Al's going to agree with that, Mr. Gemini. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say this. When I was younger, for sure, I've had several sessions where I've referred and, and we've shared. But let me tell you what life has taught me and years of, of do, you know, being in the game has taught me. You got to watch out because some people end up wifing the slut or the mm. good sex. And it's not really positive. And, it, and, and all they got is good sex. And then you find yourself in a situation with a friend where now they stuck with somebody that you had and three of your other boys have had. And they decide, oh, let me marry her and, and make her my queen. And you're like, bro, don't oh. you know that like all four of us have slutted her out? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And then when she when he gets caught cheated on, he wonders, oh, why did that happen? Why did it happen to me? So I don't know. It years ago I used to definitely pass it off, but now I'm like, mm, because I don't want to be caught up in no mess. No, that's a good one point. of my really uh, one of my really good friends, uh, she hit me up about someone. She's like, I saw you at an event, blah, 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 blah. This person, I was like, oh, it, it ended up being nothing, girl. Like I said, go ahead. And she's someone I'm really close with. And um, 
pass to the homie. Now you hit it. And she liked him, but not really like that. She never really took him seriously. It was just dating. We were younger. It was a dating thing. And um, I'm glad that I hit it first. So, you know, it didn't feel weird. But yeah, it, I did recommend it because he didn't, it wasn't a thing that I had deep feelings about and I didn't feel away. And also he didn't break up with me and leave me. Mm -hmm. So it's different when it's like that. I think when you have feelings, of course not. But it was like, oh, it was fun. And I was like, he was all right, girl. Like, you know, I am mad. So, but you know yeah. what? I feel like I feel like you can't do like it. Just depends on how nasty the session is for me because I mean, if it's really turned out, then I'm probably gonna want that again. So if you're passing it off, it must. To you me, not I'm gonna not get passing, it again? Yeah, I'm not passing nothing off that's really really hot. I'm thinking either we're doing this together because I want to keep doing it, right? But how right. are you passing it off? I was over I it. See that? I was over it. I don't know. Yeah, it was something I was over. Like I was like, mm, I'm, I'm not. I'm joining in on the fun. You know, let's make it a group activity. Wow. Yeah, you've mentioned that several times today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep it locked because coming up next, find out why actor Lakeith Stanfield is being sued. Lord, he's been saying the news a lot these last few years. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Actor Lakeith Sanfield and his wife are being sued by their nanny. Their former travel nanny, Monica Sawyer, claims the couple overworked her so much that she barely had time to eat and shower and that the couple would retaliate against her if she didn't satisfy their demands. She claims she still has not been paid and alleges on the trip out of town they became angry with her canceled her flight and made her pay her own way home. Are these allegations believable? Or was the nanny, you know, not prepared for the workload? Go ahead, Armand. This sound like this nanny was black. Was she black? <laughs> <laughs> this sound like this sound like somebody black that said, listen, I ain't gonna do all that. Like, listen, I want to, <laughs> that's what that sound like. She didn't sign up for all that extra. The baby, I'm not finna do all that. You didn't, I'm not getting paid for all that. That's what that sound like. She sound lazy. I mean, you come to this, a rich family, a successful family, they need a nanny, you know the job. You know, you don't come and work with a celebrity and be a nanny and think that they're, you're not going to do overtime at some point or you're not going to, there's not, the workload is not going to be, you know, be demanding. So I think that, you know, she just was lazy and didn't want to do her job. And now she's complaining because she probably got fired. Hold up, you're saying she's black, lazy. <laughs> you're giving white supremacist talking points right now, okay? Like, for sure. Right, like, what are you doing here? On top, I know, like, oh, come, I'm on, black come on, come on. You know, you know, you know, you know, black people will tell you what they ain't finna do in a minute. A second and a quick second. If that was a hot Latina, she would have took that baby, scrambled some eggs, and cleaned the bathroom all at the same time. <laughs> and took half the price. <laughs> All right, Ahmad, I'll give you that. But hold on. The lady said of the eight days, she she didn't get any time off, meaning she worked around the clock, meaning 24 hours. She said she then went to them and said, can I at least have four hours a day? That means she's working, what? 24. 20 hours. That's insane. First of all, what is a baby doing up that long? That don't make any sense to me. But run her her money. You owe her money. And then to leave her in a state, that's petty. That's wrong. And you should be sued. Run her her money. Even if she was bad, New York City is set up in a way that you can hire a nanny overnight. You can hire a nanny for the next day. If you didn't have a problem with her, you should have sent her home and hired another nanny. But making her work, what, 20 times 8? <laughs> That's 160 hours and not pay her. Uh-uh, you're not going to get away with that. Black women, I'm not going to sit here on Beyonce's internet and let black-ass Armand Wiggins come <laughs> during Black History Month. This is not a black woman. This is a white woman that feels oh. like, this is a white woman that says they ain't about to do it. This ain't no, because a Latina woman, listen, and I hate to stereotype and generalize, but they, they usually got this thing down packed. I say it's a white entitled woman that's like, I thought I was gonna work for this black couple and do the bare minimum and how dare they? But don't you think there's some some of this falls on Lakeith and his wife, like leaving someone, I think I think I could have rocked with them until we heard that they left this person. It kind of shows maybe it was kind of a hostile work environment. Do you think can you can you see that being cause who would do that? That's evil. I just feel like we don't even know the the benefit she was getting. She wasn't working around the clock. She probably was like maybe even a live-in. She probably wasn't even doing that much. You just need to make sure the baby didn't kill itself and feed him and change the diaper here and there. You're not working 
all day, every day. You're just sitting around. Armand, you ain't got Armand. no kids. Cut it out, please. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Kids are freaking. That's a full time job. Oh. Just know, just know that her working twenty hours for five hundred dollars a day, she's making twenty dollars an hour. Minimum wage. Um, that's money. Well, yeah, don't sign up for the job if you don't want to do the work. Really, Armand. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, Armand, we're going to be working 22 hours <laughs> right. at the same rate, and you have to just do it. And you know what you signed up for. Are you okay with that? <laughs> I'll be here early. I love, I love what I do, so I'll be yeah, here. Yeah, for the first day. Give us some time. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, moving on. <laughs> it's Black History Month, um, Armand, and it's only right that we test our Black cards in a fun game of True or False, the Black History right. Edition. Oh, I'm nervous about this. Mm. Please play along in the chat. Let's cue the music. All right, y'all. Black History Month started in 1966. True or false? True. False. Hey, why is it in the prompt? False. It did start in 1970. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Because it was Black History Week first. And then right. it turned into Black History Month. Okay. Next question. Booker T. Washington is known as the father of black history. True or false? No. No, I don't think so. False. Can, I have to say, can y'all stop showing the answers, prompter? Please, don't let them see the answers. Please, please, please. All right. I can't see it anyway. Oh, you can't? I'm not okay. even looking at it. I can't see answer. it. Yeah, I can't yeah. see it. But we okay. know Booker T. Washington is not. No. Uh -uh. All right. Next question. Booker T. Washington. Okay. Move. <laughs> I'm about to treat y'all like the maid of Fro! 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 Soulmates, you don't see what's going on here. The game is being totally ruined right now. Okay. Act like you didn't see the answer in the prompt, okay. guys. The next question is, Dr. King started college at 15. True or false? Leave the prompt right there. Leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. Fro! True. <laughs> You're right again. I promise I can't see the prompter. You know I can't see Claudia. You know I, I can't see it. This Last is just my week, mind. George Washington Carver invented the peanut light butter. Bulb. Oh no! <laughs> True. Or was it the light bulb? True. Well, did you say the lipo? <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say George Washington Carver. No, he did not create no damn peanut butter. Uh, peanut peanut butter was... Who created peanut butter? George Washington Carver. George Washington Carver. Oh, well, he's often mistaken for the peanut butter, but he only created a newer version, so he did the remix. Oh, okay. Well, that was fun. I'm supposed to tell you that, but it was actually tragic. Um... <laughs> We will continue to play along and we will continue to enlighten y'all about black history facts, but uh, all in all, we had a good time. Fun times. Uh, y'all have fun tonight. Out of blast. Yes. I'm having fun with Armand, actually. A lot of fun. Armand, thank you for a good three days. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys for opening up your platform to me. I'm having a blast with you guys. You guys are so inviting and welcoming and I love it. I love it. I, I feel at home here. We appreciate you, Armand. All right. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Armand Wiggins for joining us tonight. And thank you for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you watch it again when it repeats and hit that like button tomorrow. Stay tuned for Foxhole Face Off. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And I promise we're going to do better with our Black History. We're going to do better. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Have a good night, soulmates.